This episode is sponsored by the Jojoba Company. I believe that massage therapists should only be using the highest quality products because our clients deserve it and our own bodies deserve it. I've been using Jojoba for years and here's why. Jojoba is non-allergenic. I can use it on any client and every client safely without a fear of allergic reaction. It won't clog pores, so I can use it on all my clients who are prone to acne breakouts. Jojoba does not go rancid. It makes jojoba a great carrier for essential oils, and it won't stain your 100% cotton sheets. The jojoba company is the only company in the world that carries 100% pure, first-press quality jojoba. And you, our listeners, can get 10% off orders of $35 or more when you shop through our link, massagebusinessblueprint.com slash jojoba. That's J-O-J-O-B-A, massagebusinessblueprint.com slash jojoba. everyone. Welcome to the Massage Business Blueprint Podcast, where we discuss the business side of massage therapy. I am Alyssa Haynes. And I am Michael Reynolds. And we are delighted to be coming to you today. And I am especially delighted because Michael is in charge of the topic and doing, <clears throat> excuse me, all of the, I'm in charge of clearing my throat on mic, like, like, <laughs> like Michael usually does. <laughs> Um, Michael's doing all the heavy lifting today, and I'm just doing all the background noise. So... So red alert, that means it's going to be a very uh, nerdy, dry episode today. Actually, not too dry. I I take that back. Only part of it will be dry. It's going to be exciting, and it means we have no time for banter. So, Michael, tell me what you're doing today. No time for banter. Let's do it. So, today we are talking about ADA compliance for your massage practice website. What is ADA compliance, you ask? I'm glad you asked. We are here to help with that. So... So as Alyssa mentioned, uh, has mentioned numerous times, and even our last episode, having a, a great massage practice website is kind of a must for a lot of people. As she also mentioned in our last episode, not necessarily for everybody, but um, we usually recommend a great massage practice website to help your online marketing if you are doing online marketing. So that being said, uh, we've had a lot of different episodes about uh, different aspects of your website, search engine optimization, usability design, et cetera. Um, this topic today is near and dear to my heart uh, because, one, I have a lot of experience in it and have really dug deep into it in other kind of lives I lead in you know, marketing and, and tech and industries I, I serve as well. Um, and it's also, it's a very human kind of topic. Uh, it's not just like technical or marketing or like how to get more business or how to you know, make your website do a certain thing or look pretty. It's, it's a very... Um, important human element to your website as well. So we're going to talk about that today. So ADA compliance. What is ADA compliance? ADA uh, stands for the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. Uh, This was uh, passed by Congress in 1990, and it was an effort to set a standard for businesses and public organizations to create an environment in which individuals with disabilities could enjoy the same or similar or best case success in using their services as abled people. So the idea is in kind of a a non-web sense and kind of the um, just kind of the physical world sense, things like, uh, you know, ramps for wheelchairs, um, various accommodations for people with disabilities. So enabling people with disabilities to use uh, services, to use businesses, to have support, to enable them uh, to have an equal or 
as close to equal as possible opportunity to use these services. So that's what it's all about. It has gone through some iterations since 1990, but not much. It's actually, you know, it's been a couple different variations, iterations and variances and, and evolutions, but, and it's still actually evolving, but like, you know, many regulations, things in government, it kind of is slow evolution, but one of the most recent evolutions relates to uh, technology and the web. And so specifically today, I want to talk about your massage practice website and how to make sure that your massage practice website is as close to ADA compliant as possible. Now, the first half before halftime, we're going to talk about some of the general issues around ADA compliance. Uh, the second half of the episode, we're going to talk about how to make sure your website is compliant or as compliant as possible and what that even means. So first of all, um, ADA compliance on the web. So there are a lot of different little factors that go into ADA compliance on the web that we'll talk about in the second half, but let's talk about why. So there's two main reasons uh, about why you would want to be ADA compliant on the web. One is the scarier but less important reason. The second one is the more important but less scary reason. <clears throat> so the first reason which is scarier but less important is um, legal. So there are a lot of high profile websites now getting sued and getting class action lawsuits against them uh, for ADA compliance and for not being ADA compliant specifically. Uh, one of the, the biggest examples that people use uh, in recent years is Winn-Dixie, I believe. Winn-Dixie or one of the big grocery, I think it was Winn-Dixie. Um, they lost a class action lawsuit uh, because they, were not ADA compliant for a particular user who actually brought it up uh, who could not see, who had uh, blindness, and he was not able to find the pharmacy hours on the website. There was no mechanism to easily find the pharmacy hours. It didn't work with a screen reader. There was some way that he wasn't able to find the information he needed. So when Dixie got slapped with a lawsuit for that, um, in even more recent uh, time frame, I think in the past you know few months here, uh, Beyonce, <laughs> or rather her company, um, has a class action lawsuit for ADA compliance. Um, this one also uh, relates to visual impairment. So in a lot of entertainment websites like Beyonce or entertainers or, or in the entertainment industry, it's a very visual medium. You know, you go to Beyonce's website, for example, and it's very visual, lots of imagery, lots of kind of, it's a very unique kind of design. It's not like a business site. And <clears throat> whoever built this website, did not make accommodations for visual impairments. There was no alt text on the images. We'll talk about what that means, but there was basically no textual or text-based alternative to images so screen readers could see them, and therefore users with visual impairment were not able to have the same experience or would not able to navigate and get around on the website. So there's a lot of high-profile sites being targeted now. Uh, banks and health, health, hospitals and healthcare organizations are also a big target because they are very critical services for people. And it's very impactful in a negative way when those organizations are not ADA compliant. You know, getting your money is very important. Getting access to healthcare is very important. These are very critical life services. And so they're becoming targets for law firms that are kind of going out there and, and to be frank, looking for class action lawsuits to place against these organizations. So the legal part of it is, is scary for organizations because they can get sued for this. Now, as a small business, are you likely to get sued for not being ADA compliant on the web? Not as likely as a bank, not as likely as Beyonce, not as likely as Winn-Dixie, but, you know, why, why take chances? So I say this part of it is less important because, yeah, it's not good to get sued, 
But let's talk about the human factor. The more important reason to be ADA compliant and the whole point of it in the first place is because it's the right thing to do. So I would hope that as a massage therapist, I have faith and, and you know, I, I am optimistic that everyone listening here would like their massage practice website to be accessible to everyone or as many people as possible within reason. And for that reason, ADA compliance is simply the right thing to do because if you if your website is accessible to users with visual impairments, they are able to you know, go get information, get your hours, your locations, potentially book online or find the phone number to call you if they can't book online. Um, that enables them to do business with you and to get massage and to have the service that they need just like everybody else. Um, if people with audio impairments that cannot hear uh, deaf or have, have audio impairments, if they can't listen to you know, the video that you have on your website that explains how to, you know, what to expect at your first massage, you know, that's going to be a barrier for them. If people with cognitive disabilities have trouble reading content in your website, they aren't able to get around in your website. People with dexterity issues, if they can't navigate your website. And these are all, these are all impairments to people that would otherwise be able to use your service. So from the human side of it, take the legality out of it, from the human side of it, that's, it's, it's simply the right thing to do. And the whole point of ADA compliance and the reason the Americans with Disabilities Act was, uh, was passed is because as a society, we are saying that we want to make services accessible to people with disabilities. So that's kind of the, the background of it and the why behind it and, and why you might want to, or probably, you know, definitely want to take a look at this and, and think about it and integrate that into your business and decide how accessible you want to be to the public. So with that, I'll pause there because the second half is kind of the hows and the nitty gritty of what you want to look for in your website. But before that, let's jump to our halftime sponsor. And Alyssa, who is our halftime sponsor today? Our halftime sponsor is Acuity. Acuity! We Yay, love Acuity. We do love Acuity. And this is, uh, this, I just got all fuddled thinking about how much I love Acuity. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, is our 2018 software of choice. It is your online assistant working 24-7 to fill your schedule. No more phone tag. You can handle all of your forms before the appointment. You can look and act professional by offering convenient scheduling to your clients that matches your brand and your voice. And their customer service is, a, pardon me, customer support is a delight. And Acuity Style will help you relax and have fun running your business. You can get a special 45-day free offer when you sign up today. And you can check that out at massagebusinessblueprint.com slash Acuity. Awesome. I, I flubbed it a couple of times, but just because I was so excited. Sorry, guys. I know. It comes from a place of love. So we'll really take does. it. Yeah. All, All right, right. Give us more. Tell me what I can do to make my site ADA compliant and such. Sure. Before I do that, any questions come up for you, Alyssa, as we kind of talk through the first half? No, that was pretty clear. And your example of Beyonce was very helpful. <laughs> Everyone knows Beyonce, so it was a good example. Beyonce. All right. So ADA compliance. Oh, by the way, I want a, a little side note as well. Um, a side benefit of ADA compliance is everything in this list of things we're going to talk about also relates to search engine optimization, which means getting you found in Google. So there's this other side effect of that as well. So keep that in mind too. So anyway, ADA compliance, how to do it. So there are 12 different kind of points in the website specific section of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And these 12 sections or 12 little points have a lot of nuance and detail behind them. So you could spend a lot of time really digging into this and getting down a rabbit hole, and we're not going to do that. 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the the most important things that you can look at that pretty much everybody can can kind of figure out or address either on your own or with your website developer. So we're not going to dig into everything, but we're going to kind of talk about the the basics here. So the 12 things are or the 12 points that you want to um, take a look at are text alternatives, time-based media, displaying content, seeing and hearing content, keyboard functionality, read time, um, seizures or seizure um, kind of activation, usability and readability, expectations, helping users and compatibility. So don't remember all that because it doesn't really matter. I shouldn't have read the list anyway because it's too long. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through all the different little sections here. So the, the thing that most people need to worry about, the number one issue that people have on their websites when it comes to ADA compliance is text alternatives for images. So when you're looking at a website, it is made up of text and images, typically. The text can be read by a screen reader. If people have visual impairments, they, they often use screen readers, which means that where you and I, um, if, you have, you know, if you're a sighted person like I am, you can look at a web page and you can read it. If you have visual impairments, you would instead have a screen reader that goes through and, and reads aloud the text on the page so that you know what it says. Now, when it comes to an image, if the image does not have a text alternative embedded within the image, then the screen reader doesn't know what the image is, and the person with visual impairments is gonna be missing context. They're gonna be missing the whole opportunity to know what that image is. So, there's that. Uh, you wanna make sure that your, again, images have text alternatives, meaning there's a little code in there, and your web developer can do this, or most uh, website platforms will let you um, kind of figure out how to put the text in there. So make sure that every single image on your site has a text label on it that describes what it is. So if it's a picture of a tree, the text would say picture of a tree. So make it very descriptive. Next, alternatives for time-based media. So time-based media is things like a video. So if you have video on your website, you wanna have closed captioning. That's one of the easiest things you can do. So a lot of people have, you know, I think Alyssa has really um, encouraged a lot of people to create a massage video saying, hey, here is, uh, here's what to expect at your first massage. A nice little, you know, two or three minute video that kind of goes through um, the procedure, what to expect, some different kind of, you know, techniques you might use and really kind of help people feel at ease when getting a massage. So if someone who is deaf comes to your website, clicks on the video, they're going to see the images, but they're not going to hear Alyssa speaking or describing it. Um, there's going to be a whole part of the video experience missing for them. So you want to create videos with closed captions so people can read the captioning as they watch the video. So all videos should have closed captioning. Uh, same thing that we do for our podcast. So a podcast is audio. Uh, we have had some deaf users email us and say, hey, I love the fact that you provide transcripts in your podcast because I can't hear it, but I can go read it. So we are very much um, actively you know, putting transcripts in our podcast episodes for that reason. Um, next, I'm going to kind of lump a few things together, uh, and this is content. Uh, I'm going to lump them together because in a massage business website that is fairly simple compared to like Winn-Dixie or Beyonce or a bank site, um, this all kind of goes together. So the content on your site really needs to be easy to read, easy to navigate, and easy to, to kind of get around in. So... ADA compliance not only addresses things like video and text and images, it addresses how people actually understand your website. So if you write content that is grammatically awkward, 
that is extremely academic and, and written in a, such a high level that it's very thick and difficult to get through. Um, if it's visually hard to read, if it's got, you know, light text on a light background or dark text on a dark background, that kind of stuff. Um, if any of that isn't, is a factor, that's going to be in violation of, of ADA compliance. So you want to make sure your website text and the content and the copy is very easy to read. That is, you know, eighth grade level, really simple, really um, obvious, not grammatically awkward, really smooth. Uh, this is a good argument for hiring professional copywriting, honestly. Uh, make it really, really simple. Use bullet points, use headers. Make sure that people can visually kind of digest what the sections are. So making your content as easy to read and consume as possible is, is really, really important. Um, search engines also like that as well. Next, make all your functionality available from a keyboard. So people with dexterity issues often have trouble using a mouse, but they will use their keyboard to navigate the web. So your website needs to be uh, navigable, I think that's the word, uh, using a keyboard, which means they need to be able to tab through your menu items on your website and then hit return to actually navigate to those pages. This is something your web developer needs to probably help you with but you can verify this by just trying yourself. Just you know, navigate through your website with tabs and see if you can get around on it. Uh, next, provide people enough time to read and use content. This won't really apply too much to a massage business website, but this more applies to things like if there is a, like an application form or something and there's like a time limit on it. Make sure the time limit doesn't expire too quickly. Um, this one I don't think is too much of an issue, but the um, don't use content in a way that is known to cause seizures. Uh, don't use flashing imagery. Don't use videos that have a lot of, uh, you know, lightning effects or things that, you know, do a lot of flashing or strobe effects. These are known to cause seizures. So make sure that you don't have dynamic content that does that kind of stuff. Um, next, provide a way for people to easily see where they are. Again, with a smaller website, like most massage practice websites, not really a big issue. But if you have a lot of content, make sure that people know, hey, I'm in the blog section. Hey, I'm in the you know, services section. Hey, I'm in the contact section. Make sure it's really obvious. You know, it says contact us on the top of the page or blog on the top of the page. And make sure it's really simple and obvious to tell people where they are. Um, next, help people avoid and correct mistakes. And this is really one of the big ones as well. So oftentimes you'll be filling out a form like an intake form or a booking online. and Maybe you didn't fill out the phone number correctly. Maybe, maybe the form wants the phone number to be 10 digits and dashes in between or a specific format. And you click the submit on the form and it comes back and says, hey, please correct errors on the form or you didn't fill this out correctly. And it doesn't tell you what the problem is. And if people don't know what the problem is, especially people with cognitive issues, they're going to get very frustrated. They're going to give up and they're not going to be able to actually work with you. So if there is a problem with filling out the form, like for example, they left their email address out of the form, make sure the form actually says, hey, please fill in your email address. And it, even better, highlight that field and make sure that field is very obviously turned red or highlighted or something. So that's a really, really big issue when it comes to filling out things like intake forms or booking online. And then finally, um, make sure that your website is compatible with modern web browsers across the board. So make sure that your website works in Chrome and Firefox, on Mac, on Windows, uh, using um, Edge or Internet Explorer, all the major web browsers. Uh, because people with disabilities often kind of have to use a certain web browser to, to 
fit with the equipment they use or the, the software they use to get around and you want to make sure it works with all the web browsers out there. So that was a pretty, uh, not a huge list, but I'm sure it can be sound very intimidating, but the real factors are you make sure that you're addressing blind users. So make sure the text alternatives are there. Make sure you're addressing deaf users with uh, closed captioning. Make sure that your content is easy to digest. Make sure your website is easy to get around in. Make sure that people can use their keyboard if they have dexterity issues. So kind of think through all this stuff and just kind of put yourself in the, in the shoes of people that may have these various disabilities. And that'll help you also um, kind of walk through this. And in the show notes, I'm gonna put a link to some articles that really kind of spell it out in more detail. Uh, to give you more of a visual reference as well. So I'll stop there. It's a lot of information, but I'll kind of stop there. Let's see what, what questions you have or what thoughts you have. Now, this is good. I'm going to think through a couple of things, and I've known for a while that I need to redo the video on my site and put some captions on it, and um, this was the nudge I needed to finally get that done. So, yeah, I'm excited to check out the resources, and I'm going to carve out time in my calendar to spend a day with my website and make sure that um, I am compliant because I awesome. want to meet everyone's needs. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> that yeah. thoroughly covers today, people. <clears throat> if you have – see, I'm clearing my throat again. I'm <clears throat> Michael today. Good grief. It's so annoying because <laughs> it comes out really loud when people are listening on their on their cars and stuff. Anyhow. Um, if you have a question for us, you can send it to us at podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com. We love your questions. We love to answer them and sound like know-it-alls. Yay! And do us a favor and tell one of your friends, one of your massage friends about our podcast and make sure they're listening too. But otherwise, have a ridiculously successful day, everybody. Thanks, everyone.